All right. We, uh, we're still putting the twin season to bed. We've got the Viking. If, if you want to see the Viking seasons on the line again, I don't know if I thought it was last week, but we can talk <laughs> about that. Uh, it's uh, Royce Unchained here. Pat, tell the audience about your favorite car dealership, though, before we dive I, in. Uh, Valley uh, Auto Group is uh, fantastic. I've lot, bought at least my last five uh, new cars from them, and uh, also uh, a couple of used cars, uh, one for me, a couple for the family-type members, and uh, I've always uh, done very well. Uh, Valley Group, uh, owned by uh, Brett Paul and Jim Paul, and it's uh, located in Apple Valley, right out the end of Cedar Avenue, as you uh, you get off the four laner there. And uh, it's uh, it's convenient. And then Hastings, there's a there's a shop in Hastings too. Uh, great vehicles. Those new Buick SUVs look pretty good to me. I've never owned an SUV, but I might have to do that next yeah. time. As I've said, uh, my convertible, which I really enjoy, uh, I got to give that to my granddaughter in a year or so. So uh, it's going to be time to buy a new car. She's already said she wants it. So what are you going to do? But uh, yeah, Jim Paul's Valley Group, they just, uh, they're they're real people and uh, they take good care of you. And they still have a good supply of uh, vehicles out there. So go uh, check them out. Yes. Apple Valley and Hastings. And I, you know, I'm telling you this from experience. I'm not just reading, uh, reading an ad uh, because I have uh, bought a lot of cars out there and have never had a complaint about how I was treated or what the price was or what kind of a deal they give you on a trade in. They, uh, they just take care of you. It's really good. Jim Paul, Brett Paul, uh, Valley group of, uh, car dealers in Hastings and Apple Valley GMC products. Unfortunately, we won't see any of those cars in a World Series parade this year, uh, at least not for the Twins. We got our final four teams. The top five teams have all been eliminated record-wise. We got an all-Texas ALCS. It's uh, very interesting. What can the Twins learn from the teams that are still alive? Just be be more clutch with your bats, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. But here, here's what I was thinking last night. You know, it's probably not going to be as wide open again as it was this time. Uh, the Yankees aren't going to be bad. Uh, again, the Yankees aren't going to be no-shows in the future, and uh, we haven't had much luck with them. Now, Houston's an absolute powerhouse, uh, That, uh, but, but I don't think this Houston club – is the same powerhouse that it's been to go to, you know, seven straight ALCSs. I think that's a, I think right now that Houston being in the, in the final four, being in the American league championship series is kind of a tribute to the fact that the league was not brilliant at top. When, when a team like the Orioles can pop up and win more games than anybody else with the flaws that they had, even when they had Bautista, it was the chance was there uh, once you uh, you know once you start looking at all the shortage of pitches you know everybody had two starters that was it it wasn't like yeah. oh man we got to face these three guys and uh, you know I think it's you know the more I think about it it was a lost opportunity here being you know the fact that you couldn't get any hits and now the Viking the Twins are actually really flawed you know when you when you have to when your saviors. With, for your uh, hitting is uh, you got to break out Donovan Solano and uh, and Willie Castro and hope these two guys who were basically cast off and and, and they played well for the Twins, 
but to have, oh, well, we got to put those guys in the lineup because the guys we were counting on can't get any hits. That's uh, that's a, that's a problem. And uh, but the twins, the twins were not overmatched. Certainly, they probably had the deepest pitching staff in the in the final in the American League playoffs, and yeah, uh, yeah. they still didn't get it done. You know, I think. I think Sonny giving up that, uh, you know, Kirloff kicking that ball and Sonny giving up that home run and uh, and all of a sudden you're four down right off the uh, bat. That changed the whole vibe of the, of the postseason for the Twins. But uh, the possibility was there, don't you think? To win it? Yeah. yeah. To, to, to get to, to well, yeah. you know, to slip into the World Series because there's not a – Texas – I, they can hit, man. There's no doubt about it. But their pitching is really uh, thin, so um, the the chance in Baltimore, when your number one seed is, you're never going to have a team as flawed as Baltimore be the number one seed again. That's I guess that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Hey Pat, do you think that um, what what has just t- taken place in these uh, best three of five? Do you think that there's a chance that they would try to find a way? And and again, this might uh, be going down to 154 or going back to 154 regular season games to try to get best of seven in the division series. Because my question is this, does baseball like this? Because it is fun. Or does baseball say what you said, which is, oh, my God, we, we just basically had our top teams knocked off in a best three of five. I uh, I think I'm going to try to write something on that. I think the idea that baseball should be embarrassed that it's had upsets when everybody else, every other league is allowed to celebrate upsets and the NBA never has any. And that's our criticism of them. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If you, you know, as I said, if you feel it's a disadvantage not playing in the first round, not playing in the first round, so you're not sharp, then go ahead and uh, uh, you know petition the league to play a first round series instead of somebody else and see what they say. You know, <laughs> hey, you, you, Baltimore, like you to don't swap have places to put, with the Blue Jays. You, yeah. yeah, you can you can swap with the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays can take the you can you can give that number one seed to the team that finished behind you so you can play that first round series. Okay, yeah, you you got that option. Be ready. You know what? Keep your minor league team, your triple A yes. team together and bring them in and play two games that week at your own ballpark while the other teams are playing. Do yes. something, you know, don't just take batting practice in the cage and then not feel you're as sharp as you were, you know, go, you know, bring in, you know, bring in a, bring in the all-star team from your minor leagues. Your minor leagues are shut down and, have two scrimmages, you know, have two, uh, you know, games that, that are, you know, play them as though they're real games and facing good pitching and the whole thing. So I don't feel sorry for them, but you know, it's going to be a huge controversy. Mm-hmm. One reason being baseball, I've said it all along is held to a different standard than all the other sports, you know, like the, the twins are probably going to, uh, cut payroll some because they're losing $40 million uh, with the BSN deal. And they aren't going to get anywhere near that back. And people are going to say cheap pull ads, right? You know, they should spend their own money for baseball. Is anybody asking the zig monster to spend his own money for the, uh, for the uh, Vikings? 
you know, he certainly spends to the cap, but he also puts 250 million a year in his pocket yeah. and he, whatever he paid for the team that's taken out of operating expenses. So I'm, you know, I'm saying that baseball is held to a different standard and these upsets, I don't think they'll go to best of seven in the division series. I, I think you, you're getting to the point where your pitchers, you're, you're running these pitchers to the absolute limit. I mean, how, how many more starts can you give a pitcher that pitched 190 innings for you in the modern baseball? I know, you know, they used to pitch 230 or 300 or something, but they don't anymore. And they don't, listen, except for Nolan Ryan, nobody pitched 300 innings throwing 100 like they do right now. You watch these guys pitch. The uh, human arm was not made for this to go 200 innings a year. So I don't think you can add any more games for the for the burden you put on pitching. But for the and I agree with everything you just said. But from a product standpoint, it does feel a little bit like hockey in some ways, where you've got your regular season product and it's fine, and there's and fans yeah. show up or whatever. But then yeah. the energy and the excitement, it's yes. it is it's oh, a yeah. blast. It's a, like having more of this in the twin cities and, and in other markets is fun and yeah. generates revenue. And, and, and I don't know, like, obviously if you took regular season games away, you're taking gate money away. Could you make up for it with more TV money nationally? But then you bring up some good points about the logistics of pitchers, arms and things like that. But I don't know. It's how do we get more hey, of that? Baseball in is baseball is our only sport that's limited by the seasons, and they've already pushed it. Baseball is the only sport right. that can't say, ah, what the hell, we'll play till December. You can't, unless you're going to say, we're going to go play on, on neutral sites through the month of November, which takes away the whole idea of teams coming home and having people wave hankies and stand up and get interested in 40,000. So baseball is... There's, that's another problem they have. You know, I, I've said, uh, you know, the, the games, the last two games here, if you made the World Series, could have been November 3rd and 4th if Arizona would make that. Yeah, okay, let's go get them, boys. You know, it, it might be 17 degrees and we might have an ice storm, but hell, it'll be a hell, heck of a lot. And plus, we got to play that game at 7.08 because TV wants it. Yeah, uh, yeah, Pat uh, Judd was at the Wild game last night, and they had these towels where you you pulled a little plug. And oh, I think yeah. Judd might have it with them, and they lit up like the entire outline of the towel like lit up in green. But then Judd that's had probably the idea. another. That's probably another thing you can't do in baseball to exactly. have that towel like that. If you got to get left fielder and people are waving towels with the uh, with the light, it, it might be a little you know I can't see the ball, but hey. The fans are having a good time waving their towels. So, so then Judd, uh, I, had the, I, Judd had the idea of, should we just get rid of towels and hankies at all sporting events? Should, should we just ban them? Should we get rid of them? Have they lost their luster? Uh, I don't think they've lost their luster because people love to do it. What I, do you mean I lost know. their luster? You had 40,000 people no, waving red no. flags for I, three hours. I said the, the, twi- the twins should find something different because they no longer work. The magic is oh. gone. Well, no. you know why? Want- the ma- no, why? Because they're not white. Well, and they can't be. Think about <laughs> yeah. the advantage in they 19 can't be white. In 87 and 91, when you have a white yeah. roof and everyone yeah. with a white flag <laughs> waving around, right? It's, of course, Jack Morris went 10 nearly perfect innings. <laughs> yes. I, uh, 
you know, they lost the luster to me about two days into the 1987 there we go. postseason, you know, that this, so now they light up. <laughs> there so you go, Royce. Where does the light go? Where does so the light this go? This feels like a safety hazard. Someone's going to get electrocuted. In so they, they were wild. red and green, and they dimmed at the beginning of the game. Uh, they, they dimmed the, the lights as the teams came out, and everyone waved them. And so you had this spectacular array of fo- flashing lights, to which I have only one question. Can't that trigger a seizure? <laughs> yes, yes, yes they can. All, all the white, you know, that the, don't we, – we, we have – we send out cautions and all other things about people that are, uh, you know, go. not, uh, you know, are sensitive to light and we can't, uh, and, and, you know, and, but not in sports, I guess you just, Pat, I it, don't know, it, nobody stands, nobody, you know, they give you that seat for a reason. Sit down, watch the game. <laughs> no, and when, not. When, when there's two strikes, two outs and two strikes, go ahead and get up, wave your hanky the rest of the time. <laughs> Sit, I'm sitting behind you. Sit your. Did you see who was at the game last night? Joel Embiid. And do you see the guy behind him? How would you like to be the guy with the seat behind Joel Embiid? <laughs> you have, you know, the guy was like, came up. The guy came up to his ass. That sounds like a curb with Larry yes, behind the basketball does. player. Yeah, that's Larry with that seat. Excuse <laughs> me, can you sit down? <laughs> Joel Embiid was there. That's another big thing is, is convincing athletes from other teams to show up at these postseason baseball games, and then they, uh, you know, then they can show them on the. Uh, Yes. You know what's become the most popular thing at Target Field is the lookalike deals, oh, where God. they uh, they uh, people be, and I gotta admit, I watch it. It's great. It's How the do they do that, I by the way? So uh-huh. they, they they must find people, you know, yes. in the inning or two beforehand, and then the, match to a celebrity yes, or they want to right? show. They find people. In fact, the uh, the uh, <laughs> boy, I hate to admit this that I do this, but they they did have one of their matches. And the guy that they were going to match him with had left his seat to go get a beer, so uh, they they couldn't show him on it. Yeah. But I was watching it, and I really real, and then I realized I was watching it, and I really felt ashamed of myself. But I was watching it. You know what? It beats Kiss Cam. Kiss Cam's yeah. basically disappeared. It's the greatest thing uh, among again the very few things that came from the pandemic that I applaud. The disappearance of Kiss Cam is one of the them. Uh, the the proposal cam is worse because these poor oh, God, women, yeah. these poor women yes. who have two dates with this Bozo. dweeb, who they you know who they the only reason they went out with him is because they took him, he was going to take him to the ball game and all of a sudden they pop out with a ring and you're pretty much have to you know you you can't get up and leave and said i would never marry a jerk like you and leave you can't do that on kiss cam so it's it's really i think led to a lot of unhappy marriages listen though the, you know the, the twin the twins used to get like a hundred bucks a pop for those things and yeah. they did them for almost every home game and now that they're losing the bally's tv money we might see about six of these every night at target Write field next down. year <laughs> yeah right that's true hey but can that's i ask true. you real quick i saw this speaking of like I thought of this when we were talking about the Homer Hankies and waving stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, I read something last week, and maybe I just never knew this, but Don Larson's perfect game in 1956 at Yankee yes. Stadium against the Brooklyn yep. Dodgers. 
yep. that that they rem- to sell extra tickets that they removed the batter's eye for that game at Yankee Stadium. Oh, I have did you ever not heard this? That. I've never heard that. Really? And there's a couple selling. pictures that have surfaced. And this, I'm sure, this has been so they brought up before. Nobody could see the ball. Huh? So the yeah, the Yankees scored two runs and scratched across five hits, and the Dodgers obviously did nothing. It was a perfect game. But if you look, there's some pictures of they they got rid of the batter's eye in center field, and it's just fans sitting in center field. And I don't know. I, I didn't know if you heard that in your life covering baseball. No, I'm not. But I remember the game well. I rode my bike home around a lake to watch a few innings of the World Series during the hour lunch we had at St. Gabe's. And then, uh, you know, and the bike ride was only like six, seven minutes. And I watched it, and I got there. And I came back late, and I said, you know, what, what, Patrick, where have you been? And I said, Don Larson pitched a perfect game. I can't come home. You know, I got there about yeah. the fourth inning and then and had to watch the rest of the game. But if you look up the game time, I think it's about 2.02 or something like that, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. An unlikely uh, fella to pitch the uh, the perfect game. But, uh, yeah, I, I did not see that batters, I think. Talk about dangerous. That's uh, that's it's not genius. good. It's genius. That's yeah, I think good. the twins complained about ah, those leaves are a little too textured yeah, back there. Are, uh, <laughs> those leaves are, yeah, yeah. The uh, the juniper bushes haven't done them a lot better in the postseason, have they? Than the uh, you no. know, than, than the uh, trees did. That's that's for sure. Yeah. So our wild is this what we can expect? Just a Hope the goalie stands on his head. That's no, right. no offense whatsoever. Just a. Oh, what do you mean they scored two? They scored two goals. I yeah, mean, hey, what, got, what more can you want? Faber got one. Jacques would have uh, loved that game. We had. Uh, I looked at the shots uh, late in the third period, and it was thirty-six to twenty-three at that point. Did it end up about the same? Uh, it was four, uh, 41-21. 41-21. Okay, yep, so he stopped forty-one shots. Well, my prediction that Gustafson uh, uh, would be a sieve this year did not uh, is it hasn't started off that way. But there's a lot more games. But he he basically he was the first star, I would guess. Huh? Oh yes, yeah. Goal, he was the, he he should have been the first, second, and third. Mm-hmm. And if there was a fourth, he should have gotten that too. Although although the uh, Brock Faber goal was a thing of beauty, Patrick, a long wrist shot, not oh, often yeah. seen now. Yeah. That got yeah. through yeah, a screen and it got through and it was a nice wrist shot. That kid, I'm telling you right now, that kid is good. That's gonna yep. that, that Fiala trade is gonna turn out to be a very good trade for the Wild. Yeah, he's uh yeah you what uh, Machko could n- could not say enough about him as far as a, not only a you know a, com- a warrior type competitor and a, a talented kid, but uh, I think he's. I think he said he was uh, – they had, I think, Leopold as a captain at one time when he was an assistant coach, and he was talking about him as a captain. Where in hockey, I think hockey has more reverence toward captains than any other sport. So, uh, you know, oh, yeah. it, it, it means something. But he was a, a leader type, you know. So, uh, hey, they're off to a flying start. There's uh, – there's, then you know. Go over there. Hope they get about seven, eight shots and win a good, you know a period and win a, win some games. That's right. They're, they they basically told us in the preseason everything I read is we're boring and that's the way we want to play. Right. Mm-hmm. That, Back that's to the basic. old days. Let's do yep. it. Yes. That's the slogan. Yeah. yeah. We're boring. How'd the, how'd, the Russian, how'd the new Russian look? 
how the new revived Kaprizov look? Did he did he have uh, was he outstanding or he was fine. His his line mates. I mean, they re-signed Zuccarello and Hartman, uh, to which I don't agree with. And they were they're kind of passengers in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Zuccarello with his classic happy pass first, pass second, pass third <laughs> attitude, and um, and Hartman, God love him, he does not belong playing in the middle of those two. Mm. But Marco well, Rossi looked good, Pat. Yep. Oh, they did. Okay. Get mm-hmm. ready for the calls for him to be moved up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Line wise, yep, and he's, they'll be coming uh, from Score North, by the way. He's gotten over his various uh, diseases and his uh, his uh, reach reaches potential. Huh? He's gotten way bigger. I, th- I think he put on like ten to fifteen pounds. Yeah, and it's He's noticeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they will squeeze into the playoffs as a seven seed and take it to six oh, games yeah. before they could beat this uh, in the first round. That'll they be they can get into the playoffs. I don't think they can win a round still. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a little early though. Somebody last night was uh, taunting you on uh, on uh, happens all the time. You're looking up, uh, bringing back a uh, Rocco should be fired thing from July. <laughs> oh, I got taunted on that. I got taunted on my Chris Paddock take before the playoffs started. The latest I got one is, actually, we should run the Brooks Lee one by Pat. Judd is what? looking for solutions. And p- oh. people got on Judd. We, we gave our, in fairness, we gave our hottest, hottest take. twins takes yesterday. Yeah. And people are like, well, that's ridiculous. Like, well, they are our hottest twins take. So, yeah. Yes, right. And Judd suggested, how about Brooks Lee playing in the outfield? Maybe maybe center Brooks field. Lee strapping on a center fielder's glove and mm-hmm. running around. Yeah, they're, they're mad about that? Yeah. He's not, he's not well, that fast, though. Like, he's I, not like a speedster. I, that's the only I thing. also said that Byron Buxton should retire. <laughs> okay. Because it's just not going to work out. They're hot takes. They're hot takes. Yeah, well, well, they are hot takes. What the heck? And, uh. My anyway, hot so. take is, uh, I as I said yesterday, put Jorge at, uh, at yeah. uh, first base. And, uh, you good. know, Brooks Lee uh, probably won't start the season on the roster next year. Uh, just uh, the Twins will probably pull the uh, column up in the middle season thing. So uh, yeah. unless they're really feeling desperate. And so I I think the guy they're going to move to center field, though, is the kid who is Austin Martin. Because he can run, and he doesn't have any power, unfortunately. But he's supposed to be a hell of an athlete; can steal a base. So I, I would guess that's the guy they're going to move to center field. Because yeah. they do have an abundance of uh, of uh, middle infielders. That's uh, infielders. That's for sure. What if they made Julian a first baseman? And he practiced all off season. Yeah. He, he, he gets on. I don't think his bat plays better than you would think at first base because he gets on base. He'll oh, hit yeah. you 15, 20 home oh, yeah, runs. yeah, I, I think so. I'm just, I, you know, that was the the other possibility. The other possibility is they don't, they, they, I think they're going to try to move Jorge, but I don't think they're going to get nearly what they feel like they should get. So, yeah. you know, all those guys with one year left on their contract or not. I think Jorge, they got a double, they got two options on him, but uh, I don't know. There is a, they're going to, there's going to be something done. You think Kepler might get traded? I do. Yes. I don't yeah, think they, they I don't think they I don't think they, they love it. him organizationally, but they, I, I they, think I think the manager would be okay with Yeah. Falvey uh Falvey is was the one who liked him uh, apparently and uh but they got a lot of left-handed hitting outfielders. So uh yeah. yeah. Boy, I was looking though, fellas. You know, their one their one left-handed pitching prospect had his second Tommy John at Prelip and 
they don't have any left-handed pitchers. There's none in the hmm. top 80 prospects. There's no left-handed pitching. They're gonna yeah. have to. They're, they're gonna have to get some left-handed pitching. Yep. So, so well, so, Pat, we we got to run. Give us real quick. Who wins, Bears or Vikings? Uh Bears by ten. Ooh. Wow. Bears. By the way, boy, are the Chiefs bored. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. they are bored. And how come Taylor Swift shows up everywhere but here? Why does Taylor Swift not like Minnesota? One hundred and thirty thousand people showed up for two nights, and uh, she does. She was there last night, right? Wasn't she? She was in there Kansas last night. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she doesn't show up here. I don't get it. If, if you're a Swifty in this town, drop her. She doesn't like your town. <laughs> drop her. That's my advice. There it is. All right, Roycey Unchained. There you go on this Friday. We'll uh, we'll see you again Monday, Pat. All right, Jets. All right, Thanks, there Pat. he is, Patrick Roycey. Roycey Unchained. See you guys.